It's WNRI's Upfront. The opinions expressed represent those only of the panel and callers and do not reflect the views of WNRI and its owners. Telephone lines are now open at 7690600. And now, let's join the Upfront panel. And good morning to you on this Wednesday morning. Yes, no need to check your calendar. No need to check the day. It is Wednesday. Wednesday it is, and I am hosting the Upfront Radio Show. My name is John Brian. In for Roger Bouchard this morning. So glad you could be here. So happy to be here on 1380 AM, 99.9 FM, WNRI. Always love being here because we always have so much to talk about. But the thing is, we have so much to talk about. And that means me and you. And the only way that happens is if you give me a call, 766-1380-769-0600. And of course, the out-of-state number, 1-800-949-9674. If you can't make to the phone, but you'd like to send me an email, something that's on your mind, Upfront at WNRI.com. Hey, you know, we talked a lot about hypocrisy last time I was behind this microphone. And frankly, it just keeps getting worse. And this is a lot of what I want to talk to you about today. And I want to talk to you about and talk with you about your feelings about this COVID epidemic, this pandemic And I want to talk about it in terms of, do you think it's time that we begin to realize as a society and that the government begins to realize that there is no way, no way that we're going to live in a COVID-free society? There's no way. There's no way that you're ever going to live in a place in which someone doesn't have the common cold. There's no way you're ever going to live in a society where someone doesn't have the influenza virus. And there's no way you're going to live in a society now that someone doesn't have COVID. But understand that as long as COVID is out there and as long as CNN is putting up those graphics and as long as the pundits on MSNBC are talking about the virus... And as long as the government can use COVID-19 in an attempt to control you, they're going to do that. We're never going to live in a society without COVID. But just understand, and we're going to talk about this this hour, they're not serious about it at all. And there's examples that they're not serious about it at all. And we're going to get into that. But I do want to start by saying thanks to everyone that came out to the Rotary Porchetta on Monday night at the Elks Club. Many listeners of this radio program were there. Many people spoke to me and said how they like hearing me here on WNRI. And I thank you for that. I thank you for acknowledging me doing this show. And I thank you for actually listening to WNRI. But more importantly, I thank you for coming and spending a few hours with the Rotary Club, with your friends, with your neighbors, with your family, at the Elks Hall, and enjoying what was a wonderful dinner. And of course, the Rotary Club of Woonsocket cannot thank you enough for a very successful event. This event is usually held in March, but we held it, we had to postpone it and postpone it and postpone it. End up having a porchetta in August. Wondering how that was going to go. And it went swimmingly, as they say. So I cannot thank you enough for your support for the Woonsocket Rotary Club. Continuing to serve to change lives in this community, in the town of North Smithfield, in the town of Barville, where the Rotary Club serves. And I can't thank you enough. If you ever want to become a member or you have any questions about membership, just contact me, Roger, the new president, Nicole Brian, any of us. Go to the Facebook page, Woonsocket Rotary. You can get more information. Just another way to serve your community. And so I thank you very much. 
Jumping to the state level, I want to go over to uh, the city of Providence and the disaster that Providence is right now. The violence in Providence is. Well, the violence in Providence is really becoming a situation, much like the violence in Providence, it, it really mirrors what's going on in cities all over the country. What's going on in places like Washington, D.C. What's going on in places like Chicago, especially Chicago. But there is one common denominator that's happening in these cities. And that is that they are governed by Democrat mayors. So does that have something to do with it? Is that, do you think that, that being a Democrat and seeing the violence in these cities, there's a correlation there? I'd like to know what you think about that. But there was a safety meeting last night with the Providence City Council, with the Public Safety Division, Stephen Paré, the Public Safety Director, Chief Clements. And basically what they said was, there's no real answer for the violence. The violence is just like the violence everywhere else. I think what this is, is an acceptance of lawlessness. An acceptance of lawlessness here in the state of Rhode Island. When you see ATVs, I've seen the ATVs and the motorcycles. I've been in the afternoon on excuse me on Admiral Street trying to get out of a Dunkin Donuts on Admiral Street right off the 146 off ramp and there was an army and when I say an army I'm talking about maybe a hundred ATVs and motorcycles that suddenly were in the middle of the road both sides of the road driving down the road with reckless abandon. This is going on all over the place. There was a car that was driven by a woman who had a passenger, a female passenger, and an eight-year-old child in the car at the corner of Smith and Orm Street in Providence. There was an ATV... I guess, convoy going through the city. And she was trying to make her way through the city. She had the temerity to beep her horn at these riders. And what happened? They chased her down, dragged her out of her car, and beat her up. A 24-year-old woman was charged for that. Among others. What does that tell you? What does that tell you about the state of our capital city and the state of policing in our capital city. You see, what everybody's afraid of now, and, and, and this is what's happened in our, in, our, in our society. Everyone's afraid now. Everyone's afraid of the label that's going to put on them because that's what we do now. The, our whole society is, is ruled by labels, right? Everything is based on you're a racist. So if a policeman does his job Especially, especially if it's a white policeman and the perpetrator, the alleged perpetrator, is a black individual, well, there's less of a mind to want to prosecute that individual, to stop that person. If that person is, because now everything is played out in terms of race. Police are now afraid to do their job well for fear of losing their jobs, of being suspended, of being on the nightly news broadcast. It's insanity. And yet you have politicians in Providence, progressive senators, progressive representatives 
who still are calling for the defunding of the police and using the money to put into more social services and more affordable housing and less police. And they do that with a serious look on their face amidst all of this incredible violence going on in Providence. I heard a caller on the station the other day saying that he would never bring his family, he would never bring his loved ones out to eat in Providence at this point for fear of gunshots on Federal Hill, which has happened recently, for fear of being taken out of your car and being beat. Look, I don't think you can live your life in fear. I think those who live their life in fear, and I'm talking about whether it's going out to eat, how you live your life with COVID, or how you live your life in general. If you live a life of fear, you end up wasting the precious time that you are given upon this earth to enjoy your life the best you can. So I don't think you can live in fear, but I believe in caution. And right now, you have to be cautious if you go to Providence. You have to be cautious. And that city is run by Jorge Olorza. Hands down, the worst mayor the capital city has ever seen. Providence is a mess. The panhandlers are everywhere. Trash is everywhere. Their budget is a disaster. The schools have been taken over. The crime is out of control. Did I mention that Jorge Alorza is a Democrat mayor? So let me know. Do you think that there's a correlation there between Lori Lightfoot in Chicago, the mayor of Chicago, Mayor Bowser in Washington, D.C., where crime is through the roof, Providence, Rhode Island, Mayor Alorza, all Democrats. You don't see these kinds of things in Republican-controlled cities, by the way. You just don't. Hey, there's got to be a reason. There's an uproar in this country right now. There's an uproar in this country over a couple topics. People are fighting back. People are fighting back in states throughout the country in terms of critical race theory and the masking of children. The, the, the reports right now of school boards throughout the country who are just getting inundated with people who want the masks off of their kids as the new school year begins is stunning. People are fighting back. And thank goodness for that. We're going to touch on that when we get back. We're going to talk about masks. We're going to talk about how the rules are for thee, but not for me. The let them eat cake mentality here in the United States of America. And you should be angry because I know I surely am. When all this began, they said, we're all in this together. Well, that's a lie. And we're going to cover why when we come back on the Upfront Radio Show on 1380 AM, 99.9 FM, WNRI. That little red truck is all over the area. It belongs to A&R Trailer Rentals. We have 45-foot storage trailers for rent or lease and 20-foot ground-level containers available. We also offer leasing with option to buy. We specialize in household and commercial storage for the public. And if you're looking for a place to store household items while remodeling or renovating, look no further. We have your temporary storage needs available for a fraction of the cost of a storage facility. Call Al Gagnon today, 766-1919. And he'll take care of you. For your lawn and garden, we can deliver Wright's Farm Cow Manor. 
or you can select an organic mix, which is lab-tested by the University of Maine for your lawn and garden, along with gravel, sand, clay, stone dust, and mulch, all delivered to your property. Al Gagnon's Little Red Truck will bring it to you. For information, call Al at 766-1919. That's 766-1919. Time out for Champs Liquors for Keyway, 481 Clinton Street, Woonsocket. Champs reintroduces flip-flop wines. And listen to this. We have two bottles of flip-flop for $10, including Cabernet Sauvignon, Merlot, Pink Moscato, Regular Moscato, Chardonnay, and Pinot Grigio. Again, two bottles for $10. Mix and match. Still on sale, Tisdale Wines from California in six varieties, including Pinot Grigio, Merlot, Cabernet, White Zinfandel, Chardonnay, and Moscato choices. And yes, it's two bottles for $10. Share in life's endless possibilities with Tisdale Vineyard's quality wine experiences. And we continue the best price in town on Bud and Bud Light 30-pack. 2647 plus tax. New hours for the convenience of customers 8 a.m. to 9 p.m. daily. So, for a great selection of beer, wine, and spirits, you can count on Champs Liquors. 481 Clinton Street. Have a question? 765-1800 and speak to Mike the Manager. At the CPA firm of Kayer Caution, we believe in the value of relationships. We view every client relationship like a partnership and truly believe that our success is a result of your success. We're committed to providing close personal attention to our clients. We take pride in giving you the assurance that the personal assistance you receive comes from years of advanced training and technical experience. Dedicated and trusted for over 30 years. For Kayer Caution, certified public accountants with offices in Warwick at at 732-8900 and Woonsocket at 766-8100. You're listening to WNRI's Upfront, a radio internet talk show. Now, let's get back to the panel. And we are back with the panel, the panel of me, John Brian. So happy to be here on this uh, Wednesday morning. I almost said Friday morning, so... I may be as confused as you may be this morning, but no, I'm subbing for Roger this morning, so happy to be here. And uh, earlier in the broadcast, I did say thank you to coming to the Rotary Club, um, Porchetta, on Monday night, and I forgot two important details that I wanted to tell you about. Number one, the meal was prepared by the Garlic Connection. The Garlic Connection is an incredible group of cooks, and they did an incredible job, and I just want to shout out to the Garlic Connection. And if you are a member of the Garlic Connection and you are listening to this broadcast, Exquisite Cuisine, thank you so very much. And I would recommend them to absolutely anybody doing this kind of event. And secondarily, uh, I mentioned the Facebook uh, page for Rotary, but there is a, uh, there's a website as well, WinsocketRotary.com, spelt just like that, WinsocketRotary.com. Check it out. I think you'll really enjoy You'll see pictures of uh, many of the things that we're doing, and I appreciate that. So, you know, I, I just, uh, we were talking about Providence. We were talking about safety in Providence, and we were talking about whether or not, you know, the caution that you need and people feel safe. And uh, I received an email, and the email says that this individual works downtown and is scheduled to eventually return back to work part-time in the office. And many of the writer's uh, colleagues, including the writer, do not feel safe uh, entering the city, especially parking their vehicles. And it says here, we don't want to walk to the office. We're fearful to go near the mall parking garage, especially in the winter months when it's dark and when we arrive and dark when we leave without the large companies that the city, without the large companies in the city, the city is a wasteland and we don't need to go back. So Alorza better do something. And I say thank you to the emailer for that. Uh, but that's just one of many stories happening in Providence. The disaster that Providence is. Allow me to say this, and I can assure you of this. You know this is true. I know this is true. If Buddy Cianci was mayor right now, none of this crap would be happening. Hands down the truth. Good morning and welcome to the Upfront Show. Good morning. Um, one of the biggest problems I have with Providence, okay, or with any of these cities is if you're breaking the law and you're attacking someone, 
don't go after you. But if you go in there and you're attacking, you dare defend yourself, you better believe they're going to throw the book at you. That's absolutely true. That is absolutely true. That is a ridiculous thing going on. We need to impeach every judge who has a record for doing that kind of thing. And But I also have to say this. I also blame the citizens of Providence. If you're silly enough to elect that guy, Mayor, don't you deserve to live that way? And I don't deserve to live that way, so guess what? I don't go into Providence. Well, okay. I, go into, I go into Providence, I would say... Four di- four times a week because I have to go to court. I go to court you as, as to, you know. Yeah. I'm an attorney, so uh, I I practice law and I go to either the Superior Court on Benefit Street or the District Court on Dorrance. And I have to tell you that driving downtown, even at eight o'clock in the morning, you drive through the city and it's just it's it's deplorable. It's in deplorable condition. Uh, there, there are homeless encampments all over the place. There is garbage everywhere. It is just, it, and, and even on the even on the steps of City Hall, there are homeless all over the front of City Hall and all throughout Kennedy Plaza. And I just say to myself, why would anyone want to come here? I mean, I understand you have to go there sometimes. Like my previous emailer said, you know, they 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 have to go to work. But why would you want to go to Providence at this point? Well, and now, can I say something about COVID-19? Go right ahead. Okay, I got my two shots. A week after, I I knew I had arthritis because my doctor told me so. But that's the only reason I knew. I'd never had a problem with it. A week after I got my first COVID shot, my arthritis and my, I had arthritis flare up so bad I couldn't open a door with my hand. I had to use both hands just to turn a doorknob to open a door. I suffered for two months before it went away and started to go away. And and now I'm not going to wear a mask after I put up with that. Now, I know there's variances of the COVID-19, and I know it's possible I could get one, and I know a paper mask isn't going to stop that. But I also know the vaccines I did already strengthened my body, so the chances of me being seriously sick, even if I get it, are slim. So I'm going to get on with my life. And when I call a place like the Franklin Park Zoo, and I go to join a membership for a year, and I look it up and I see that I've got to wear a mask when I go inside an exhibit in the zoo, I call them up and tell them outright, you know, I'd like to join you, but guess what? I'm not where I told them exactly what I told you. I've suffered over this. I've been in pain over this. I'll be damned if I'm going to wear a mask. You know, I don't care if it's the CDC or whatever. You better call the CDC or whoever else is telling you they have to wear a mask besides yourself and tell them we can't do it. We have customers who just say, well, you might as well close it down because I'm not going to go. If I have to wear a mask to go in, I'm not going in anymore. Well, enough is enough. I agree with you 100%, caller, and thank you so much for calling the, the upfront show this morning. And everybody needs to do that. I agree with you. Thank you so much. You know, he makes a great point, and it's a point that I want to get into. And the point is about masking. And the point is about whether or not you should be required to wear a mask. If you're fully vaccinated... You shouldn't be wearing a mask. If you want to, go right ahead. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna judge you. But when I say you shouldn't be, you shouldn't be forced. Understand something. Right now, there's no mask mandate in the United States. There's no mask mandate. And to and to um, Governor McKee's credit, Dan McKee yesterday said we're not planning on having a mask mandate. There's no mask mandate federally, which they really can't do anyway. We live in a republic form of government. It, it, there's no way of having a federal mask mandate. Um, there's no state mandate. There's no city mandate. And that naturally follows because if there's no state mandate, there can be no city mandate. Well, there can be, but it's totally and un- wholly unenforceable. I would say to you, As a citizen, if you've been fully vaccinated and we are told we have to go back to masks, do not comply. 
do not comply. Do not comply with any orders for masking. You are vaccinated. Yes, you may get COVID again. As the caller said, the symptoms will be far less. And as I said at the outset of this broadcast, COVID is never going away. So you might have, you might have gotten vaccinated and you have COVID and you don't even notice it and it goes away again. You did your part as a United States citizen. You did your part as an individual. You went out, you got vaccinated. Forget about the mask. And if some place says you got to wear a mask, say, no, I don't. I'm vaccinated. And I'll tell you why you should say that. Mayor Bowser in D.C. put up a mask mandate in the District of Columbia. And that same night she was seen at a rooftop event partying with many people with no mask on. Last weekend, the Lollapalooza Music Festival happened in Chicago. They actually showed it live and there were 100,000 people at least in Chicago no masks, no nothing. And good for them, by the way. I wouldn't wear a mask at a music festival anyway. I went to Fenway Park on Sunday night to see Zach Brown Band. I wasn't wearing a mask, and I wouldn't. And many people didn't. Now, there were people that did, and good for them. They want to. It's their choice. Maybe they're unvaccinated, so they're feeling, well, I'm supposed to be wearing a mask. Or maybe they're vaccinated, and that's what their comfort level is. That's fine. You can do what you want but don't mandate it for me. And why shouldn't you mandate it for me? Because the press lied to you last week when Obama was having a gigantic party on Martha's Vineyard for his 60th birthday. The tents that were on his property were, not only were they stunning and impressive, They were gigantic. And there were pictures that leaked out and video that leaked out from that party. Nobody was wearing masks at that party and the place was packed. Oh, and by the way, just to let you know, all the people that were there that said that you should be driving an electric car and that the world is going to crack in half because of climate change and that you should retrofit your house because uh, of climate change and you need to change your life because of climate change all showed up on private jets on Martha's Vineyard and went to a giant party at the former president's house with no mask on. Rashida Tlaib, a congresswoman, part of the squad, as they call them, the lunatic crew. She slams Senator Rand Paul, an actual medical doctor, en masse, okay? But Rand Paul says, a medical doctor who's a United States senator says, resist mask mandates. Rashida Tlaib slams Rand Paul, not because of any science, not because of the issue, but because he's a Republican. But then what does she do? She's caught on video at a giant wedding, wearing no mask, dancing around with a huge crowd of people. These people aren't serious. They don't believe their own mandates. So stop obeying them. These people want to control you. This is the way they're doing it. Good morning and welcome to the Upfront Show. Hi, I'm making a very good point. Um, is, is this the uh, moderator? Yes. Okay. Yeah, uh, you know, the mass mandate is because government is out of control. I, my own point of view, it's a social society we live in now. There's no more, um, you know... There's mandates for what? The scientists say do this, do that. The next day they change their mind and say do this, do the other thing. You know? And the politicians, they do what they want. You know, it, 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 it's criminal what's going on. Um, that I can't drive to Providence 
that makes me say that I got to go get a carrying permit, you know, um, that's what it's coming to. It's, it's coming to us against them because government is out of control. The Democratic Party is done, is, is, is um, the, the culprit because they're the socialists. Well, understand something. If you had a carry permit and you went to Providence and your car was attacked at a red light or you or your family were attacked at an outdoor restaurant and you pulled a gun that you are permitted to carry, but that person, the perpetrator, was a person of color, you would get arrested and you would be painted a racist. You know that, right? Exactly. But you know what? You're better off carrying a gun because if I can't go, if I can't travel. Now, do I say I want to go into Providence? I got a granddaughter that goes to Moses Brown. She wants to drive this year and go to Moses Brown. My daughter says you can't do that because you don't know when they're coming or where they're coming from. And they, that racist thing, uh, racism is so, uh, you know, they play that card. That the minute it's a black person, you know, um, come on. I had an antique shop in Wasaka was the same way. The freeloader came in there and wanted to come in my store. You know what I told him? You come in my store and you bother my wife. You're going out. You're going out feet first, okay? They're, they're going to drag you out of here. And, I, and, and, and that's how you have to play it because they did just take over. You know, and I'm telling you, it, it, it's a shame what's going on in this country. I appreciate people that stand up like you. Mandate, I wear a mask, you know what? to protect myself from all these flus and different things going on. But I, nobody's going to tell me to wear the mask, okay? Because if they had a, found, a, a foundation, first of all, they say it's a vaccination. It's not a vaccination. A vaccination is something like smallpox or polio vaccine. You don't get it again. Right, it stops it. It stops in its tracks. You just don't get it. I mean, exactly. when, I, when, I grew, when I was growing up, the generation before me always had, or the older generation always had that mark on their arm. I don't know if you remember. It looked like almost like someone had yeah. hit their arm with a cigarette lighter, and everybody, exactly. and everybody had that mark. But when they got that, that means they'd never get it again. Exactly. So it's not a vaccination. It's a flu shot. I get the flu shot. I took the vaccination. But like that gentleman said, that called. My hand is still. I'm 78 years old. My hand still from the arthritis. Never had that problem before. But, you know, you can blame everything on this COVID shot because it hasn't been perfected. People are getting all kinds of things from uh, runny eyes and all different kinds of things. So, you know what? Like my son said, he lives in New York. He's in Greenwich, up in Greenwich. He says, I ain't, my kids ain't getting it, I ain't getting it. And they came home for the weekend. And you know what? We're all still here. You know, they, they, didn't, they didn't get the shot, and they're not wearing masks. No. I don't know what they're going to do in school. They're 16 years old, but it's really a pleasure listening to your show. Thank you so much. I appreciate the call. Have a great day. You too. Take care. Good morning and welcome to the Upfront Show. Good morning. I'm going to change the subject. I uh, The infrastructure thing now passed 50 to 49. And now they're going to work on how they're going to raise the money to pay for that. Would you run your house like that and say, oh, I think I'll go out and buy a new Ferrari and this and that and the other. And I'll probably look for a better job. I haven't got the job to pay for it now, but I'll look for one. Would you run your house like that? No, of course not. And and, and I think that this is not, they, they call, I mean, look, this is the way the Senate works. This is you have to get 60 members. That's why they have the filibuster so that they can say that things have to be bipartisan. But I, I just say shame on the Republican senators that went along with a $1 trillion spending plan. Uh, this is the Green New Deal writ large spent with $1 trillion. And this administration is going to put the United States in such a deep hole because of this incredible drunken sailor spending. I've never seen anything like it. No, I, I, and one more quick comment. How come they haven't called in those mental social workers in Providence to deal with that uh, gunman? I thought that they were going more towards doing that to deal with the gunman and say, please come out, we'll help you, blah, blah, blah. Right, let's the, but le- right, but let's, let's defund the police so we can have more show, social workers. <laughs> Thanks for the call this morning. You're welcome. I mean, there are people in Providence, senators that are saying, let's defund the police. I just can't understand these people. 
they drive me nuts. Because they're so off the wall. It just doesn't make any sense. It makes me... I would love to debate these people. I would. I would love to debate these people. Because you know what? You know what their Achilles heel are? Facts. Once you hit them with facts, they don't know what to do because they love to argue about emotion. They love to argue about their feelings. Hit them with facts. That's how you stop their arguments. Getting back to what the, 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 the two callers ago was talking about, about mandates. I'm going to read you something that Dr. Fauci, this guy has got to go away, by the way. He, the, Dr. Fauci has got to go away. He has done more damage than good at this point. This guy wants the COVID-19 crisis to go on forever because it gives him relevancy. It puts him on every Sunday show. It puts him in front and, and you know on the front page of the Washington Post all the time. This guy is like a medical politician who's a bad penny. Just will not go away. Fauci said this on MSNBC. I'm sorry. This is the quote. I'm sorry. I know people must like to have their individual freedom and not be told to do something, but mandates should be done. See, you may not read that and think of it the way that I do. When I hear someone who's controlling social policy in the United States of America, who's an advisor to the administration saying, I know people must like to have their individual freedom, but... No, there is no but after that statement. It's not that people like to have their individual freedom. It is their God-given right to have their individual freedom. We have this little document that governs this nation called the United States Constitution. I've read it cover to cover. There's no, there are no conjunctions in there after life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. It doesn't say life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness, but... I know people must like to have their individual freedom, but is modern leftist thinking in a nutshell. There's no conjunction there. You are entitled to your individual freedom. Don't comply. Don't comply because you don't have to. Because these people will keep this going. Understand something. It's August of 2021 if they can keep this going through november of 22 they are going to try as hard as they can why because they'll try to do mail ballots again and if they do mail ballots again somehow some way the democrats won't lose the house and won't lose the senate but you know if this is on the up and up it's gonna be a landslide in the House, it's going to be a landslide in the Senate and the Republicans, who aren't totally deserving of it, by the way. They had the House, they had the Senate, they had the presidency, and they screwed the whole thing up. But middle America, suburban moms, they're going to give it back to the Republicans. And when we come back, I'm going to tell you why. Because quite frankly, the very people that Trump had lost in the election, they're back. We'll get back to that when we come back on the Upfront Radio Show on 1380 AM, 99.9 FM, WNRI. Inside or outside dining, or your favorite pickup order from Grumpy's Restaurant in Bellingham. Open seven days a week with a great luncheon menu and a full menu from burgers to steaks to seafood and mouth-watering Italian dishes, including pizzas, on one of the best menus in the area. Hungry today or tonight? Come in and enjoy friendly service, reasonable prices, and great food at Grumpy's. Call ahead for pickup or to place a reservation to dine in at 508-883-0101. Grumpy's Restaurant, 190 Pulaski Boulevard in Bellingham. Grubhub delivery is available. 
Wright's Dairy Farm and Bakery announces we are now open and back to normal. Visit us any day of the week for your favorite local products, including milk, cream, assorted pastries, ice cream, cakes, and more. Visit our website, wrightsdairyfarm.com, for all the latest information. Wright's Dairy Farm and Bakery thanks you for your patience over the last year. But now, we're happy to announce that we are open for business as usual. The store will be open for in-person shopping, and we will discontinue our car hop service. Wright's Dairy Farm and Bakery, 201 Woonsocket Hill Road, North Smithfield. You can call us at 767-3014. Open seven days a week, but we'll be glad to see you in person. Step back in time at Pass Down in Time Antiques and Collectibles, Woonsocket's newest antiques store. From vintage to mid-century, from rustic to Victorian, you're sure to find items that will bring back wonderful memories, like wood crates, tens, viewmasters, books, and small furniture. Pass Down in Time, located across from City Hall on Main Street, Woonsocket. Open Tuesday through Saturday, 10 a.m. to 6 p.m. Pass Down in Time, where antiques of yesteryear reveal their stories today. You're listening to WNRI's Upfront, a radio internet talk show. Now, let's get back to the panel. And we are back here on the Upfront Radio Show. The panel is me, John Brian, subbing for Roger Bouchard. So happy to be here on this Wednesday morning in case you remain confused about the day. I will be back on Friday morning, so you can count on that. And I look forward to speaking with you, and not to you, but with you here at uh, WNRI. And so you can give me a call in the last uh, 11 minutes or so of the show, 766-1380-769-0600, a toll-free 1-800-949-9674. So this is a, a local story, but it's also a federal story, a national story, so I think that we should be talking about it. Throughout the country, there's an uproar right now. There's an uproar for two distinct things happening. One, what is being taught in the schools. And that's, there's, there's this, this move towards critical race theory where everything is based on skin color. And if you are white, you are inherently bad. The nation is inherently bad. The nation was founded on inherently bad principles. And everything you've ever gotten is ill-gotten. You should feel bad and apologize. And you're going to learn how bad you truly are in the school. Everything is the exact opposite of what Dr. King taught. Okay? Dr. King said that he wants his children to grow up in a world in which they are judged not by the color of their skin, but the content of their character. These insane people who want to defund the police and say everything is racist, okay, are the same people that want to teach this kind of garbage in schools. There was a woman from South Kingston, and she wanted to find out what the curriculum was. She did a freedom of information request, and she was charged over $9,000. As a result, most of the South Kingston School Committee resigned, and she was on, she's been on Tucker Carlson. She was on Laura Ingram last night. She's gotten national attention. I say that because the uproar throughout the United States, in those counties, in those towns, of those so-called college-educated suburban voters that Trump, quote-unquote, lost in this last election, they're back. I can assure you they're back. If you see what's happening throughout this country. People don't want their kids taught this garbage. And I agree wholeheartedly with them. And it is insane progressives and insane leftists pushing this nonsense. With the full support of the White House, by the way. So make no mistake. They're going to be in big trouble in four years. That's for sure. 
that's assuming we don't have universal mail balloting, no witnesses, no notaries, no signature required, just total nonsense all over again. And rampant election insecurity. Assuming we don't have that, there will be a Republican president in 2024 because there's no way Kamala Harris is ever getting elected president, that's for sure. And Joe Biden cannot simply run for re-election because I saw a clip yesterday in which he literally was being pointed. They had to point to him. This is where you walk, sir. And they, and they pointed it out to him and he just kept walking straight and down the wrong path and the wrong way. They're telling him where to walk and he can't accomplish that properly. Who's running the United States of America? Because it's not this guy. He can't even walk on the right sidewalk. But I digress. The battle lines right now that parents are waging are about critical race theory and about masking children. And there are school board meetings all over this country that I've been reading about and seeing video clips from of parents packed Packed meetings in which parents are saying no mass for the kids. Look, this is insanity, okay? The science tells you that kids are not susceptible to hospitalization or death as a result of COVID-19. The numbers don't lie. If the teachers are worried they get vaccinated... Or they can wear a mask. But to tell kids to wear masks eight hours a day, five days a week in a school setting is abuse. Okay? And these masks, by the way, are filthy. They don't wash them. They don't change them. They're filled with bacteria. It's worse for the kids. You get governors like uh, Texas Governor Abbott and Governor Ron DeSantis, who the press constantly attacks, constantly, because of the job they've done in their states. Now, the national press will talk about, well, COVID rates are rising in Texas. Yeah, because the Biden administration is allowing illegal aliens infected with COVID across the border and into the towns, unchecked. What's happening on the southern border is criminal in so many ways. But the national press, people like the lunatic Joy Reid on MSNBC, and one of her guests, and this, this is from a report, they argue that Greg Abbott and Ron DeSantis are purposely carrying out a strategy of killing children in their own state and letting children die of COVID and not being concerned about their own citizens because they would rather own the liberals. Do you understand how crazy that is? Do you understand how insane? This is a woman with a primetime show on a network speaking like this, okay? This is lunacy. This is giving... This is giving someone from a mental hospital a television show. They live in an alternate reality. But you know what happens in this country? People listen to that and they think it's true because they say, well, I watch MSNBC. Everything on that station must be true. Don't trust the press. Don't trust what's being said. Please do your own research. Right now, the media narratives, COVID, we're all going to die, right? We're all going to die of COVID. Climate change, code red, we're all going to die. Everyone must drive electric cars. Border crisis, what's that? There's no border crisis. That was Trump's fault. Rising prices, gas prices, inflation. Everything you purchase now, nothing to see here. Worker shortages? Oh, that's not true. The media will will actually perpetrate 
that the Biden administration is saying, well, look, we're a success. We created four, th four million jobs. You don't create jobs that were lost due to a government-related crisis, a shutdown, and then those people come back to work. You don't count those numbers as job creation, okay? The media is not your friend. The media is there to tell you what to think. Look, our local newspaper is all the AP, is all the Washington Post. Local, our state newspaper, it's all AP, it's all the Washington Post. The Washington Post is owned by Jeff Bezos of Amazon. Jeff Bezos of Amazon is a known leftist. The Grey Lady, the New York Times, is the most slanted newspaper in the country. It's like Pravda. It's like the official newspaper of the TASS news agency from the former USSR. You can't trust it. But I do want to end the program by saying this. We're talking about mass mandates. We're talking about children. I want to congratulate the Woonsocket School Committee for letting the parents decide for their children. They deserve a lot of credit for that. And you're not going to see a big uproar here in this city about mask mandates for kids because you're not going to see it here in the city of Woonsocket. The school committee has done a fantastic job putting the onus on the parents and letting personal choice rule. And that's what should be the case each and every day in the United States of America. Remember what I said. There is no but after life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. Hey, I want to say thank you for listening to me this morning. I want to say thank you for the callers. I want to say thank you for the emailers, for giving me your time. You have many choices, many things you could be doing. But you chose to listen to me, and I'm very thankful. I'll be back on Friday, and I will speak to you then. This is John Brian on The Upfront Show on 1380 AM, 99.9 FM, WNRI. This has been WNRI's Upfront, presented weekday mornings at 8 AM. Upfront is a regular public affairs presentation of News Talk 1380, WNRI Woonsocket. Ah, I'm Rich Thomason. It was an early morning party line voted.